Hello, I am Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Kevin Tracy. Welcome back to Movie Reel, folks. So what were you saying? <laughs> you think uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, my birthday is in about a, a month, uh, and I'm just like really scared that you're just going to send me some like really weird movie, like the animated Titanic movie or the movie <laughs> Dancing It's On, because you just sent me like that clip of like some guys reacting to that, and oh my god that is a weird movie I, i've only seen like a few like clips of it here and there because you sent me like an hour-long video it's like i'm not they, gonna watch that whole thing so yeah so there these guys are on youtube they're called good bad or bad bad they just they watch a bad movie and then they decide if it's good bad or like bad bad like they're yeah. all bad like that's not that's not the question it's just like is this something you could watch with other people and laugh at or is this just painful but yeah. like so i found this movie and i watched the review and i was losing my mind like the part where the guy is anger dancing and then it like cuts to like a helicopter and he's spinning around and it cuts to a helicopter it, it just looks crying. like a, it just looks like a really crappy version of high school musical but with like a bollywood budget <laughs> wait, wait are bollywood budgets low uh some of them are some really? of them actually are some of them, I, I like. Well, some of the movies I've seen, they've had like really low budgets. It's like, oh wow, this is kind of like really cheap looking. But like, but I have seen like a couple like clips on like um, VFX artists reacts where they just straight up only did like a Bollywood episode. It's like, where are these movies hiding? <laughs> <laughs> they have like the they have like the weirdest effects, but they they're they tell some like really weird stories. Like they have like their own version of like the Terminator over there. <laughs> it's just really weird. Their own version of the Terminator, like yeah, they have yeah, they have like it's literally just like the Terminator, but it's an Indian guy. It, it, it's all based in India. He he like wears like the exact same thing like Arnold Schwarzenegger does. It's yeah. just it's weird. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it. I haven't seen uh, all of Terminator. I've seen part of it. The the series or just the first movie? The first movie. Okay. I where like so what's the guy's name so there's sarah connor the terminator and then the guy that also came from uh, the future that's kyle reese he's like john connor's like second in command and yeah do you care if we spoil if i spoil no, this for you? i mean i already know you he has to go back in time and get his best friend's mom pregnant because he's the his yeah, best friend's father but... <laughs> which is like know that. what a twist <laughs> Yeah, I think you told me that. Yeah, he, yeah, he 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 was sent back in time to protect um, Sarah friend, Connor. And, and John Connor probably knows this, right? Oh yeah, John Connor fully knows this. What a weird like. I mean, I oh, I mean. Yeah, it, it, it's a, a weird. weird it, it's a weird dynamic, but it's also like, oh, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> Do you think at any point in his life, John Connor was, hey, cut. Do you want to go dad. play some catch? Hey, 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 dad. Uh, but what'd you um, call me? Oh, okay, okay, Kyle. I mean, they they did kind of have like not really like, hey, you want to play catch moment? There, but there were like, uh, there was a moment kind of similar ish to that. And you um, swimming, cheering me on. <laughs> no. In um, uh, Terminator Salvation, which was like, I think the fourth movie in the series. Um, it, it wasn't that good, but I mean, it wasn't like terminator 3 bad or genesis bad it was just a generic action movie that no one really asked for um 
but there's a bit there's a part in that where Kyle Reese is in that and he's like 16 and John Connor's like a like it's it's Christian Bale um, and they eventually like meet up with each other at like the end of the movie and John Connor fully knows who Kyle Reese is like oh oh my god this is my dad I need to make sure <laughs> if he dies then I don't exist that's gonna completely like mess up like this weird time travel plot we got going on um time travel is iffy for me I yeah and they all they also never fully explain how the machines had uh time travel like they never explains like oh yeah we've been de- developing it for years why you guys are winning in the future there's no point <laughs> we've been developing for years and it's like what why question why you you guys could just gas the planet. Game over. Machines win. No, no, no. We gotta time travel. It's like, but we we gotta go back in time to kill the leader of humanity. It's like, just just kill him here in the present. It's like, but he's beating us in the future. It's like, how? You guys are machines. You outnumber See, humanity a thousand for to me, one. Just, I used to think I only liked it when it was Terminator or Harry Potter style, where it's just a time loop. So basically what's going to happen is what's going to happen. And it's just... Oh, you know, and also Back to the Future. You forgot about Back to the well, Future. No, Back Come to the on. Future, he changes He changes the future. He changes, like, his his parents are happier and better. He makes it better, but he still changes it. The, okay, yeah, that's fair. That's, that's fair. I mean. like, like in, okay, like in Prisoner of Azkaban, Harry feels somebody, he feels as somebody hit him in the head with a rock Hermione thinks she sees somebody and then they realize oh Harry thinks he sees his dad oh wait no Hermione hits him in the head with a rock or that like there it's all just really fulfilling task like that like I liked because it was like oh it comes together but then but then we learn it's all it's more just they have to they have to be at this place they have to do these things so it all and like then the next and when they finish the next Harry and Ron Harry and Hermione are gonna do it but then, or like in Terminator, it's it's a little bit, of, it's kind of time loop, but it's all a little more. Yeah, no, Terminator time travel gets like super confusing, especially when it gets towards Genesis. I watched that movie and I literally like had to stop and like had to like look up how that movie made sense. Because it, it starts off with like the like humanity, like beating the machines in the past. Like, all right, now we got to send Kyle back into the past to like protect Sarah Connor and like protect her and like you know start this cycle over again but as they send kyle back in there's like a machine there that like kills all the other humans there and like assimilates john connor and completely changes the timeline so when kyle reese goes back to the past and like finds sarah connor she already is like she's like a badass like already hunting other terminators and has like the new one right yeah yeah, yeah. The this is um the one that came out like uh like oh, a couple yeah. years ago. Oh, a couple. Wait, what was the most recent one that came out? That was Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. Uh, the one I'm talking about is Terminator Genesis. Okay. So, so, so somehow some interference in the future changed the past, and it completely created okay. a new separate timeline. And I don't remember how they explained how it completely changed and splintered off into a new separate timeline. Oh it, it, it it was it was really confusing and it made no sense when I was watching it. But it was just it was also 
I, I was also really frustrated with that movie because they straight up just spoiled like a huge plot point on the movie in one of the trailers. Oh, and I, I, ab- I absolutely hated the movie for that just because of that. It's like, are did you, you did you know it was a huge plot point when it, you saw the trailer or no? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. Just, do you want me to just straight up tell you? <laughs> I don't I, I don't care. Yeah, I don't okay. care. Yeah, no, the trailer shows off that. Uh, it's in the trailer, in, so. Yeah, in, yeah, in in like present day, like 2010 or, or like whatever past that they go back to like where they send Cal Reese to to protect Star Connor they're like running away from some Terminator and they run into John Connor and he's like hey mom it's like it's like hey mom hey Kyle it's like and they're both like wait what like John what are you doing here it's like don't worry and then it just reveals that he's a Terminator it's like wait what uh, what he was a Terminator this whole time it's like you should have been paying more close attention Kyle it's like what was it <laughs> this makes wait, no sense did she in the first terminator does sarah connor have sex with the terminator is it mama mia style and she doesn't know which one's the father oh my god no <laughs> what, a, what a movie that would be i don't oh know my... if it's this if it's my i don't know if the father of my son is my son's best friend or a robot <sighs> i don't know it, it it yeah but no that that movie was just really frustrating from that point forward because i knew like the biggest plot point and like the main villain was John Connor secretly manipulating this whole thing because he was a Terminator this whole time or so does it just something. I don't everything that's already happened. Yeah. It, they completely oh, rewrite the entire so timeline. They, they Highlander two did where it's just, let's just make the no, first not, movie obsolete. Like not even that they no like not even the first movie the entire series they they completely erase like four movies and like the entire thing they just like full on hard reset they're basically trying to do what J.J. Abrams did with like the the Star Trek movies just like weird time travel thing happens completely changes the past to affect the future to have something different I hate when they do that mainly because it's it's you know when you have like the original it it kind of it almost kind of ruins the originals because then you know, like, you could technically, yes, I'm not going to watch past this because it gets ridic- stupid after this or it's, yeah. it's really shitty, whatever. But you also know that's not the story as bad as it is. The story doesn't end here. It just kind of tampers with what already yeah. exists. Well, I mean, I, I actually kind of liked what J.J. Abrams, the Star Trek movies, because, like, I I've seen, seen like, this, a... So I, can't, I can't judge those, yeah. but... Like I, I've seen like a couple of like the old ones with like Shatner and Picard and like those are those are fun movies. But then I I didn't really like I wasn't like a a Trekkie like mm. per se. Like my dad my dad like watches like the shows like pretty much like all the time, so he knew like the story for the most part and like those old movies a lot more than I did. Especially since I was like a, I was really little when I saw those movies with my dad. But when I went to see the new ones with like Chris Pine and uh, uh, all the yeah, like all, all those people. Um I I was like, Oh, this is actually kinda cool and the complete and I'm watching it with my dad and he's like, Oh wait, like this didn't happen, this didn't happen. It's like, oh man, they're changing all this stuff and he's like he's getting really into it because it's all he, he's seeing it like brand like this is a brand new story for him and I'm watching it because this is a brand new story for me because like I don't, don't really know these characters that well. I didn't grow up watching spock or kurt or ahura like i I didn't i didn't really grow up knowing these characters so it was just really cool kind of seeing it like 
through this like new story. It's just like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I think that's what they were trying to do with Terminator. And it just didn't work because they didn't, they did not explain that well how it changed. And they just spoiled like their main thing, like right off the bat. That's dumb. Yeah. And I have no idea how, where Dark Fate falls in, if that's supposed to be a continuation of Genesis or if it's supposed to be at, like tacked on to like the original trilogy for like the first three Terminator movies. It just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of up in the air. Yeah. Um, it has yeah. been over almost 13 minutes and we've talked about time traveling, Terminator, and <laughs> Star, and Star Trek. Trek. <laughs> we, we have not once mentioned what? the movie we were actually going to talk about this week. What movie are we doing, Kevin? <laughs> uh, clearly, we're talking about Monty Python and the Holy Grail. How, How did you that? not know yeah. that from what we've been talking about? Because we're talking yeah. about ridiculous things. Yes, clearly. Let's go with that's, that. That's we had this plan this whole time. <laughs> so, um, you you want you want to take the lead on this one? You know, you're more into Monty Python than I am. Yeah, no, I I really wanted to do this episode of Monty Python mainly because like Holy Grail was like my first introduction to like the like the entire like Monty Python crew, and I absolutely loved this movie when I first saw it because it, it was kind of like one of those. Uh, movies where i sat down not fully knowing what to expect like i I was kind of expecting like oh it's gonna be like a a tongue-in-cheek like fantasy adventure story like it's gonna have like a beginning middle and end it's gonna have like a three like like a full story arc like like this movie was gonna make sense watching it and it's like oh it's gonna have like funny characters and as i'm watching it's like okay it's got like some like funny vignettes and it's like it's just gonna be like a bunch of like stories of like all these knights searching for the grails. Like, okay, that's kind of funny. It's like, oh, Lancelot's killing everyone at a wedding. Like, that's funny. <laughs> Sir Robin's running away. That's hilarious. Um, sitting and, down, sorry, sitting down to watch a movie and you know nothing about it. it yeah, it, it's it, it can go two ways. It can yeah. go two ways. So, so was this your like first time like fully watching it, or or was this like your first time watching it in like a long time or something? Um, I didn't even. Sorry, I didn't even watch the whole thing. I was kind of skimming through it <laughs> to like get the highlights. I've seen it when you, me, and like a couple of our friends all watched it like a year. Oh ago. yeah, that was okay. my first full time seeing it. Up until <laughs> that point, I had seen, I'd seen parts. And I had seen up until I think a couple years before a, a different movie night and we were watching Monty Python and we got up to Lancelot and then we stopped. Like <laughs> it's been one of those movies where I'd seen just I knew the I knew the best jokes of it, but I hadn't yeah. sat down and watched the whole thing. And then a couple years ago, that was my first full time seeing it. But I remember I was just so confused. I'm like, wait a minute, where's everybody else? And you guys are like, no, yeah. <laughs> everyone's separated to go find the Holy Grail. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I remember watching this movie being super confused because it's like, wait, why does why are they making a Trojan bunny? Like, why don't they just try to, like, <laughs> sneak in, like, normally? It's like, wait, they're not even in the Trojan bunny. How is this plan supposed to work? They're making, this yeah. makes no sense. A Trojan or, uh, bunny. Yeah. That that movie was just like really funny because it, it's just it's so iconic now that I want to say like a few years ago there was just like a huge resurgence of that movie where everyone and anyone wanted to buy like different like 
memorabilia and like merchandise and just it like people like rediscovered that movie like 20 years after it came out and it just kind of blew up from there and it's kind of fizzled out since then but it's still one of those movies where it's like oh you have to see it at least once was it a box office success it kind of it came with like moderate success um it, it was just one of those movies where it's either like you loved it or you hated it. It, it. it didn't really like break new ground. It was just kind of like an oddball comedy, kind of like um Napoleon Dynamite when that came yeah. out. That was like a movie where it's like you either thought this movie was really funny or you thought it was really meh and you didn't like it. This, and, uh, and, yeah. Yeah, and I know you were like one of those people who were like kind of like meh. <laughs> well, this movie is more like there were there's like plenty of jokes and scenes that I really like. But the um, to be honest, this movie's like the, it's it's the, it's not like a, the the story. It's mostly jokes. There is a story yeah. that ties that all together, but it's not like there's not like you know major character development or anything like that. It's just meant to be fun, and it's it's just simply made for the sake of fun. It's but it's interesting the way um like John Cleese said that the whole making it was a huge pain because it's Scotland. <laughs> And so it was yeah. raining the whole time and how they got the funding for this movie for like, like it was like 400,000 something to make this movie. And yeah, it, know, was, it was surprisingly short and Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd. Um, I think another band funded this. And I, I was just before just watching um, John Cleese on Seth Meyers. This was like a couple years ago talking about, talking about this and he actually said i think for life of brian that they got the they couldn't get funding and george harrison gave them the funding like it's yeah. they had they had basically the they had solid allies yeah to kind of help but, them survive but but the funny thing was about this movie is um this, this movie is like really iconic and one of the things that is really funny is the ending of how it ends so abruptly like the, the main characters just straight up get arrested and the movie just ends right there and the reason why they did that is because the studio completely ran out of money. So they had it ended. So I, I guess what they had planned was they had like this huge, like climactic finish because the movie ends with, uh, uh, sir. Oh God. What was his name? Like sir Galahad and, uh, Arthur, like are charging like this French castle after like all their other friends of debt are, have died along with like this huge army to yeah. salt like the, to, to French guys because they have the grail or they think they have the grail and they just immediately get arrested by these cops because apparently one of their like night friends killed this like guy who was narrating the movie and these cops have been looking for them in the background ever since that's, that's kind of like that's kind of perfect it's like almost I mean no I don't want to say like a Seinfeld ending but it's one of those yeah. weird endings that just kind of yep this makes sense this is accurate <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it it's just really funny and it, it's also kind of impressive the amount of people who played multiple roles in this. That's the thing. Like, it's, uh, it's like John Cleese is is plays so many people. Yeah, he I think he when I was watching this, I think I counted him playing like 9 or 10 different characters. What? You know he's yeah. Lancelot. He's the French guy. Um those are the only two I know. He, he was the one who got turned into a newt by the witch. Okay. I got turned into a newt. It's like, a newt? I got better. 
Oh, wait, he's Oh, wait, he's the knight or the one that says he got turned into a newt. He's the guy who got turned into a newt, yeah. Oh, the the witch. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even oh, my but, male nose. It's a yeah. false one. I don't know why I like it's not even it's not mine. It's just it's a false one. Yeah. <laughs> why like but yeah, um, but yeah, M- Michael uh, Palin, I think is how you say his name. He plays twelve different characters throughout this entire movie. Oh <laughs> they God. they had to go through so many different um, separate roles because the the crew was so uh, small. Like the budget was so small that most of the extras were just played by the cast and were were played by the crew. Just when whenever they weren't working, it's like Mike, you're not working the boom mic. Get in, get in like this like thing and start wrestling in the mud. <laughs> Also had like like the coconuts. That was because they had they couldn't afford horses. That wasn't. Wouldn't it be funny if no? It was because they couldn't yeah. afford horses. Which I was thinking. <laughs> first of all, that's brilliant. Um, and it just proves like you can do a lot with a little. Yeah. Um, but also I was thinking when I with the when I was watching like the Sir Robin part, and I'm just thinking. So I I know it's because they don't have a they don't have a big budget that they can't afford yeah. horses. But I'm also thinking like like forget forget that. Just like just pretend like whatever. Like forget that part of it. They're all just going along with this king that's just pretending to ride a horse. Yeah, and they're and they're, and they're doing the and they're all doing the exact same thing. Yeah. I yeah, I think throughout this entire movie there's only like one horse in the entire movie. Uh, and and it's and it's written by the knight who like kills the narrator and then that sparks the whole line getting arrested at the end. But uh oh, um here here's a fun fact. Um, well, one of my favorite scenes is the the killer rabbit scene, and um for that scene a real rabbit was used and was dyed with red liquid for some shots. The rabbit's owner was so sad to learn that the red liquid wouldn't wash off the rabbit ever so that rabbit was permanently stained red like all over its face oh my gosh they they, they literally like dyed this uh rabbit like blood red around its face and like matted on its fur and towards the end of that scene like there's just like red dye like blobs like all over this rabbit so it's not even like an even kind of a splotch it was just kind of like random uneven like dingy looking it's like oh no that poor rabbit (laughs) It's making me think there's this other... I haven't watched it. I've only watched like a review of it. There's this other really shitty, bad movie uh, called Dangerous Men, where there's, I guess, um, it's been a while since I've watched it, but there's, like, think a scene where a car gets, like, pushed or thrown off a cliff or something, and apparently that was the director's, like, daughter's car. And it's like, yeah. wait, was she on board with this? Was she, like, <laughs> fine with you just destroying her car? Like, I mean... <sighs> <laughs> that mean the bunny the stained yeah. bunny made me think of that like um yeah. do you are you aware of the impact you're gonna have on the owner of this yeah well i i don't think it was intentionally planned no, that they I'm would sure, permanently yeah. die the rabbit i mean i'm I'm sure yeah yeah it, it was just it was just really funny and uh earlier before that they run into tim the enchanter that was who was also played by john cleese in like one of his like 20 role or like eight roles in this movie um that that character actually did have a name he just forgot he just forgot it and on the first take he just says like there are some who call 
and he, he, he like pauses for a minute because he forgets the actual name for his character and he just says Tim and everyone thought that was so funny that they just went with it and he was Tim the Enchanter from then on. Wait, his name is Tim because Yeah, his his name is Tim the Enchanter because he forgot his lines. Okay, cuz I hang on, I got to find it. I was I had read that but I thought it was just oh, Wait a minute, let me find it again because I was pretty the way it was written it made it sound like everybody thought that he forgot his line when actually yeah. it was supposed to be like let me find it. Cause I'm, yeah, no, I'm yeah, he, lost. yeah, no, John Cleese play. I'm, I'm literally reading this from 3000 facts about the greatest movies ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm le- reading this straight out. John Cleese played the played Tim, the enchanter. He chose the name because he forgot the character's actual name on the first take when he said, there are some who call me Tim. See, okay. On IMDb, it says that, um, like people thought that, um, wait, the enchanter's name is Tim. Because John Cleese forgot the character's original name and ad-libbed the line. But then Cleese said that there was no improvisation in the final, like, version. So, yeah, so So, yeah, for the first take, he he said it was Tim. And then it was like, all right, screw it, that's Tim. So whenever it was done, they just said it was Tim. I mean, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I believe it. It's, I really, it's one, that's one of those, like... Like Ghostbusters is a movie where I really want to see the script because you can definitely make guesses on what's ad libbed. I really want yeah. to know what wasn't. I really want to know what was supposed to happen here. Yeah, no, there, there were, there, yeah, there was a lot of moments in that movie where it's like this has to be ad libbed, like the the bit where they're in the, uh, or I think it was like Sir Galahad is in the castle with like all the women and it's like, oh, oh, he's gonna give a spanking. Like they're all like. Like just throwing like sexual innuendos at him, like left and right, is like okay. How much of this was in the script, and how much of this was ad lib? Because they are throwing so much innuendos at him, I yeah. can't tell if this was all in here. Yeah. It's like, oh, wicked bad naughty zoot. Oh, we're going to have to spank her, and then and then we'll have the oral sex. Like, wait, what's going on? Wow. <laughs> I, I know. I and I remember watching this with my parents for the first time, and it was like, what is that? And I was like, I was like maybe in like seventh grade is like i don't know what this means like i don't know what they're talking about like all the like literally that entire scene went over my head <laughs> until like lancelot showed up it's like we're gonna get you out of here it's like i bet you're a virgin it's like wait what no i'm not because <laughs> he's just like mad it's like no, no no wait i can take them all on just me single-handedly you guys need to leave <laughs> oh my god i mean yeah. I like seventh grade was the first time i saw like i started watching like pieces of this movie i think it was in class or something I don't remember. I think it was, yeah, yeah. That, the set 13 is a... <laughs> oh my god. I'm just, like, picturing someone playing this in a classroom for middle school. I've had, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was definitely, I think it was around that time. I think I watched, like, a scene or something. It wasn't that. I've, it's weird. I've watched the weirdest movies. I remember in, in, uh, freshman English, we watched, uh, there was an episode of Doctor Who that we watched. <laughs> it was the Blink episode. Oh yeah, I watched I watched that in high school too. Oh, because it has all of these different things we were talking about, and then in one of my classes, in my next year, we were reading Frankenstein, and we had a sub, and she put on Young Frankenstein, and because that's the same. Yeah, because that's the same. I just remember when it shows Gene Wilder, and the thing is, I hadn't seen the whole movie at this point. I think in one of the first like couple times I tried watching it, I wasn't that into it. 
But when yeah. it showed Gene Wilder and everyone's like, oh, it's Willy Wonka. And I'm just like, Willy Wonka. yeah, guys, he's an actor. Like, yeah, no, like, I, um, Young, Young Frankenstein is one of my favorite Gene Wilder movies. I, uh, I absolutely yeah. love him in that movie. I, we're, we're probably going to talk about that oh. for this episode at some point. I, I absolutely love that movie. And this is, this is a, a funny thing was in high school, I want to say like my junior year, <laughs> um, we had like this, like, like a fall like follies which is basically like a a talent show performance but like no one wins it's just you perform and me and uh, one of my friends in my theater class at the time um we decided to do the putting on the writ scene from young frankenstein footage of this probably probably i don't know where it is though um but yeah we we decided to do it yeah, we decided to do the putting on the writ scene, and my friend was going to be uh, 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 Dr. Frankenstein, and I was the monster. And he literally wheeled me out on, like, a dolly and had, like, a sheet over me, and I, like, a, a hospital, like, uh, like, uh, uh, like, a hospital, like, gown, like, on, and he would take the sheet off. I was like, I will give you the monster! And it's like, oh! And it's like, walk forward! And I do that whole bit, and then we would turn off the lights in the theater. I would take off the the uh, the hospital gown, and I was wearing like like a like Suit. almost a like almost a tuxedo underneath because I didn't actually have one. And he would give me like this like cane that we made out of like PVC pipe that we just spray painted black and just put like these like um uh like leg stoppers for like chairs and stuff so we wouldn't like like damage anything and we do like the putting on the roots thing it's like putting on the root <laughs> it was really funny and yeah no i i definitely want to do this <laughs> this for an episode now of just yeah a uh, young frankenstein I'm trying to think of more I weird do- movies i watched in class i oh my oh. bio my freshman year we watched uh the gattaca with Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman and Jude Law. And I just remember... I have no idea what this is. I've never heard of that. like, I guess it's a... uh, It's been a long time. I think it's like Ethan Hawke was supposed to be dead and he... I don't remember the whole thing. I don't want to get into the plot. I just remember there was a sex scene and it was upside down. Like, the, it was, like, flipped for some reason. And my whole... The whole class, we just turned our heads. Like... Kinky? Uh... No, like, it was, like like either the camera was upside down or in they flipped it in editing so it was up i'm almost positive it was upside down because i remember turning my head like we're all just like okay sure that's that's okay that's funny um Um, in in my bio class in my sophomore year we watched uh osmosis jones because like it had to do with like the inside of the body and the oh okay i'm i couple like a year or so ago i was trying to find this movie because I remember, I vaguely remembered the trailer and I, or a commercial, and I was trying to yeah. think, what was that movie? I remember a guy eating an egg, and then he's yep, that, inside that's was Osmosis animated, Jones. And I was trying yeah. to find what this movie was. I'm like, I remember it. I know this movie exists. What? Yeah, what is? Bill, okay, yes. Yeah, Bill Murray is like this, like disgusting slob of a person it's who like, like works in out, uh, except live action and animated and jerk. Yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. Uh, yeah, Bill Murray is like this, like really like disgusting, like zookeeper, like like uh, attendant who's just like working in like a zoo, and inside his body he has like this like like all these like animated uh 
like white blood cells and one of them is played by i think chris tucker or chris rock i can't remember who um and he's like a, a detective who like runs around like trying to find like germs and viruses and like taking them all out so like hit the body can still function normally it's it's a weird movie but yeah if you've seen inside out you've seen this movie to a degree um to a degree if you've seen cars you've seen the first thor yeah exactly they're the same movie <laughs> those are the same movie prove me wrong <laughs> um um there's no yeah. science in cars then how do cars work, Sam? Boom, roasted. All that's right. Not, that, that's not. Is that science? That's science, technology, science. I mean, and that's an offshoot of science. I would say. I would argue that. Okay, I don't. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I feel like thirteen is a. That, that's a. Re, I don't. This is a pretty soft. Like this. I don't think. I think thirteen's a reasonable age to start watching Monty Python. Um, yeah, the, the, like, Python, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. We went, we went on, a, went on a weird tangent there. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, th- this movie, like, there's nothing like overtly like offensive or like anything like too graphic. It, it's like first and foremost, it's a comedy, and it, at times it's like a pretty dry comedy. Like one of the like the first jokes is like, "Why do you guys have coconuts?" It's like, it's like, it's like, oh, they, like. Uh, swallows and sparrows uh, migrate, so these are. But these are not strangers to our lands. Like, why couldn't a coconut? Are you saying coconuts migrate? I it's love like... that scene because, yeah. first of all, I feel like even if they never addressed the coconuts, it would still be funny. Yeah, but yeah, I love just, that just they the do. That, like, that's I all he that cares can... about is like. <laughs> it's like it, it's like you guys it. haven't been. Right. You mean you found yes. it? It's from it's not from this. It's not from this climate. Like. A five-pound yeah, coconut. I, I just carry yeah. a one-pound coconut, and then later you see a guy tie a coconut to a bird. To a to a bird and see if he can fly away with it. And then they just I, keep I, going, and then the people, the guards, are just still arguing about coconuts versus um African sparrows. Swallows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, swallows and sparrows. Yeah, it it's just it's like a running joke throughout the movie, and like that's really the only time they address that is like they're not riding horses. Because then it's never addressed again, and then all the knights are just doing the the coconut galloping thing, uh, oh. with like their 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 like assist like their their stable boys, I guess, like their assistants who are yeah. just literally just like carrying all their stuff on their backs. Oh, is it Patsy, is that the? <laughs> yeah, Patsy, one? and his, and his only line in the entire movie is "It's only a model when they're when they first get to Camelot." Oh, that's his o- that's his only line in the entire movie is it's only a model it's like quiet and it's like all right let's go to camelot and then like everyone like all the knights in there are just saying it's like we're knights of the round table da, 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 da. like it like it's a barbershop okay. quartet we're, like, we're not gonna go there it's, it's weird yeah it's like on second thought let's not go it's a silly place um <laughs> it's just really funny so, how they just go through this movie because there's there's no rhyme or reason yeah. in this movie for like a good 30 minutes when like but it's God like, tells them to get the get the Grail. But let there, me yeah. yeah. But let me say that I've there are plenty of movies that I've seen where a rap roughly like like there are just maybe thirty minutes, maybe a third of the movie, maybe just whatever a scene, a character. They're just useless. There is really no rhyme or reason for them to be there. 
But the thing about Monty Python is the whole, or or Holy Grail, the whole concept is just to be funny, and it's yeah. it's not it's not the same. I will say there are a couple scenes where I'm like, what the hell was the what what was the point of that? Like I like I think the only scene that I think it's funny, but it's not that necessary is uh, the bring out your dead. Like that seems oh, that- really funny. <laughs> But it, like, that seems hilarious. That seems really funny. I agree, it's really funny. But then, like Arthur just rides through, and then that's it. Like, yeah, <laughs> there wasn't really a reason. But like, um, that's probably the only scene I would say that it's yeah, not necessary. I, it's funny, but it's not necessary. Yeah, it's like it's like I'm not dead. It's like he says he's not dead. It's like oh, he'll be dead soon. It's like I'm not dead. I'm getting better. It's like no, you're not. You'll be bloody dead in two minutes. Like can you come back in a little bit? It's like no, I have to go up the hill. They lost nine today. It's like well, when will you be back? Thursday. It's like well, come on. Isn't there something you can do? It's like I feel alive. I'm so happy. And then he just kills it. They just bops him on the head. <laughs> and then Arthur rides through. It's like oh, I guess he's king. It's like how can you be sure? Because he's the only one who doesn't have shit all over. Oh yeah. <laughs> that movie is just so and that goes into the scene where it's like there's the two peasants that are just arguing over like oh, I didn't the weird yeah it's like they're talking it's like oh watch the uh, bro, I'm being oppre- repressed Stop I don't like that you just saw him repress me like I yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's like he's trying. He's trying to like lead like a one man revolt by talking. Like he's like, oh, I'm so over this like tyranny monarchy that we have going on. It's like that's why I'm proud that we have this like oligarchy democratic system going on. Where no one lives in that castle. We are all mud farmers. Like what the hell's going on? I like that joke of um, King of what? Britain? What's Britain? Like this is who's British? We all are. We are. We are all British. It's like, well, I didn't vote for you. It's like, well, you don't vote for your king. Well, how do you become king? Oh, the Lady of the Lake gave me the magic sword of Excalibur to prove that my bloodline was worthy. It's like, that is not a proper way to elect a democratic leader. It's like, it's not democratic. It's a monarchy. It's like, and that's the problem with society. It's like, this, they get so self, like, almost self-aware that it's like, you can't say this to a king. He would yeah. kill you. Yeah. Um. This leads to for a long time, this was my favorite scene. I think this is almost everybody's favorite scene, or just even this was like one of the few clips I had seen of Monty Python before the, like, I watch the, the like really iconic scenes. Yes, the Black Knight. Yes, <laughs> it it's only a flesh wound. <laughs> Let me pass. No, it's just a scratch. Scratch your arms off. No, it isn't. It's like What's that what, what do you call that? It's like just a flesh wound. It's like. It's like, oh, you're loony. It's like, come on, you pansy. Cuts, the first time he actually, like, it's not even, like, the swords aren't even going. I know it's the budget, again. The swords aren't yeah. even going through. They're basically just hitting the arm, and then it falls off. He literally off. just, like, taps him, and his, his arm falls off, and it spurts blood just, like, a little bit. Like, he, like one ketchup packet worth of blood just spurts out. I know that, <laughs> um, so, when it was, when the Black Knight had one leg, he it was just a was a one-legged guy that they had, yeah, they had that, used and then when when the black knight is just has his arms, no legs no arms they, they, and no arms no like arms or legs he's in a just, hole he's just yeah, standing just in a hole, hole. <laughs> yeah it's like hmm, i wonder how they did that he's standing up really well for a guy who has no torso or uh is only a torso he has no limbs <laughs> i just love the 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 attitude of king arthur in this scene he's like Scratch he's just your arms off. 
like, he, 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 like yeah, he's, he's so just like so shocked. Like, are you what? It's like, how are you still alive? And, and then like later on, he's just getting like more. It's like, what are you gonna do? Bleed on me? And he's yeah. just, the Black Knight's just like it's just kicking King Arthur. It's yeah. like, come on, you pansy! I can take you. It's like you're just gonna do bleed on me. <laughs> and when, but also, the Black Knight, even just it's, yeah. before. So first, he's just like. Like, no, you can't pass. I pass for no man. But, like, um, but King Arthur wants him to join him. Like, he's offering him kind of a job. Like, and he's just, he's just like, not not even says no. He just, he just was like, doesn't even respond. But then he yeah, also won't over his path. Just, what, what, yeah, yeah, he, he, I don't know. It was just, it was a really funny, like, scene that is, like, iconic at this point. And yeah. I'm just glad that, like, that's, like, a scene that is, like, everyone knows from that movie even if you don't see the movie that and yeah. uh like the, run away run away is that the cow they, they, scene yeah they, the yeah they, they, yeah yeah the when they get attacked by like the frenchman and like the, the the killer rabbit they like king arthur just goes like run away run and they all just haul ass in the opposite direction so when so after like well after the black knight and then there's the whole thing with the witch and then from there Arthur gets, where it's not a witch, it's just a girl who they put a fake nose on, and they're like, she's a yeah. witch. But they, um, Arthur, they get, he gets all of his knights to the round table, and then they, they're going to find the Holy Grail. They find this castle who, where they just, you know, they're like, oh, they, they, I love, yeah, they just stumbled upon the Holy Grail. Oh, he's got one already. It's like we already got one. It's like it's Let's, like it's like it's like what are you also French? John like Cleese as the French guy. Yeah, it's like it's like why do you have such a French? It's like why do you, I'm French? Why do you think I'm talking this outrageous accent? What are you doing in England? It's like mind your own business. <laughs> but they um they won't they keep saying like show us like show us the trail the the trail the Grail we're, show we're, us the trail to the Grail. We'll take we'll take the castle by force and then they launch cows at them. But I gotta yeah. say what I thought was was beautiful cinema was it kind of has this close it. It shows the cow falling, and it's clearly a toy. Yeah, it's it's like a like a model from like a train set or like something yeah. like that. It's just like that's hilarious, and that leads to the like also the banter from the Frenchman, like the French guardsman, is like it's classic as well. It's like it's like ah, fart in your general direction. Your father smells of underberries, and your mother was a hamster. How is that just, an insult? Like, I mean, your mother was a hamster. It's like. Like I, I, I tell you, your mother was a hamster, and you're not going to get offended with that. You're a liar. <laughs> I would just be like, I, I don't, not like maybe I, okay, maybe I'd be offended. I would just, I'm just trying to think, what is the proper response for somebody calling my mom a hamster? Like, uh, uh declare um, war against um, their entire no, nation. I no, guess I don't. She is siege, <laughs> siege their castle with a Trojan bunny. Or if actually, if somebody, not get in it. if somebody called my mom a hamster, I would make some joke and being like oh i guess that's why i have to go get my eyebrows waxed every couple of months like what uh, i'm making like a hair joke god i <laughs> you're, you're trying to put logic to something that is illogical and it's not making any sense sam yes anyway <laughs> don't try to don't don't do that anymore stop applying logic when there is no logic you're just gonna hurt your brain and everyone else's anyway <laughs> anyway, I'm not. Um, I'm not disagreeing Run away! With anyway. Run, Run away! away. <laughs> Run away. <laughs> She's using logic. Run away! Run away! It's not my fault. 
She's do, a witch. Burner. Burner. I do. Burner. I, do I, am, I am obsessed with logic, though. That's my big thing with most movies. <laughs> this movie, I don't really. I mean, other than the. So they're all just going along with not with using coconuts and not having horses. Like, yep. <laughs> I, like that. That's the only thing. But other than that, like I in most movies, like I'm obsessed with logic. Like I don't care how unrealistic the everything is, but it has to be realistic. It has to be believable. Yeah, like, yeah. Like it, ha- it has to. Like, which is not much to. Which is not. That's not a lot to ask. Yeah, no, like, I, I, I see what you're getting at. It's this like, movie it, does, it, doesn't really, that doesn't apply, though. Like, like if a movie has magic, but magic can only be done in, like, a certain, like, criteria, like, the movie has to follow by that criteria of magic throughout the entire series. Otherwise, it it's broken. It doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. oh, you can, like, you can only cast magic when it's night out, and you see, like, some guy casting magic in, like, the middle of the day. It's like, that makes, that makes no sense. How can he do that? No one else can. The there movie has to be a why, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there has to be a why, and when they don't explain something like that, it gets really frustrating for the viewers, and just feels like we've been lied to this entire movie. For me, it's more of, it tends to just be, like, yeah, like, uh, rules of the world, but also just, like, the, the structure, and how, like, so, I don't think I ever thought about this until I was in, like, middle school, high school, whatever, and me and my friends were all getting into, like, Vampire Diaries, and I started, oh. like, as a joke, being like, this is ridiculous. They're all in high school. They never seem to have, like, homework, projects, like, SATs, I mean, whatever. And they all look like they're in their mid to They're all late in their 30s. But, like, yeah. But, like, yeah, they, it I was being generous. <laughs> but as it went on, I remember it one time zoomed in on someone's phone. And first of all, all of, I loved how all of the, uh, they were all characters that we know and they were all completely out of order but one of them it showed this so i had been it had been bothering me for a while like how every season they would always have the bad guy's phone number when did they get his number not even not why but when when did they exchange numbers who gave them this person's number and then one time it zoomed in it's when it zoomed in on her this person's phone i saw a character who she had interacted with a few times and one of them, he had tried to kill her. So, it, or one or two of them, he tried to kill her. So it makes no sense why she'd have his number, why she still has his number. It just bothered me so much. Like it, it's that kind of stuff. Where I'm like, that doesn't make sense. It's usually the tiny details for me that yeah, that is a bit weird. Apart, which I know that that's in. I'm sure someone's like, that's nitpicking. It is, but like that's just me an example of like it, it, those things. Too much of those become sloppy. Yeah, um, no, that that makes sense. Like un- enough of that will eventually build up into a failure for yeah. you. Is that is that's what you're getting at? Yes, eventually. Okay. Like, Monty okay. Python doesn't like that's different. The whole movie's supposed to be illogical, and so I I don't really yeah the, question the whole that movie's kind of, not yeah I don't question that because that's the whole joke of the movie. Yeah, yeah the the whole movie's nonsensical, and it doesn't even it doesn't establish any real like consequences or rules. Uh, or like, yeah, consequences for not following any rules because there's no rules in this movie. It's just these guys are trying to find the Holy Grail and they keep encountering various situations where someone either has information and isn't telling them anything and they just never find a workaround. It's just like, well, we're, we're just going to kind of keep doing like this like banter back and forth or like nothing gets solved or something gets solved in like the most violent way possible. Yeah. And I'm talking about Lancelot killing my, everyone my, at the wedding. That's, I was about to say, yeah, my, this is probably my favorite part of the movie. So 
this <laughs> prince is about to get married doesn't want to get married he just wants to sing but no he he can't sing like every time yeah, he starts yeah. to sing like his dad's like no no turn uh cut the music like um it's like no, no no we're not doing this this isn't a musical damn it he sends out a note and the note um by like through in like an air by shooting an arrow yeah, arrow yeah, lands an in lancelot's uh like uh manservant, manservant. i guess and he's like and lancelot like it's a person in distress, and he thinks it's it. He thinks it's a woman. Like yeah, he thinks he, it's a princess. <laughs> and he goes it's... to, and so it's we're shot of the castle. The two guards, and it just keeps cutting back and forth to Lancelot just running. And, and it's the same clip of him running. So it, he's making he might no get a progress. Farther, he might be getting a little farther, but then it cuts back, and he's like starting over again. And then he finally, when yeah. it keeps happening, so we have no idea when he's actually going to show up. And then just suddenly, aha! He just, he, he, just, he just kills everyone there and no one's attempting to stop but him. I like, so no, every, every, yeah. He's cutting he's, every, everyone's just everyone's just like mildly annoyed that he's just kinda like interrupting them. Yeah, and like what they're uh, doing is just like, hi, he's just like, killing everyone, like smashing like the pots on the walls. He's just Oh yeah, I love He's these, just like, going like full rampage rampage like, on There's like a thing on the wall of flowers and he like hits his sword with it like aha but i think something i noticed he's going through just like killing everybody and there's this like group of people these girls like dancing and spinning and he's killing yeah. most of them and like three of them just keeps going just keeps spinning yeah. and dancing yeah no no one like acknowledges he's there until he kills them and then even when he is killing them like the person right next to them doesn't really notice or bat an eye that the person right next to them is now being stabbed to death by some maniac in plate mail armor with a sword. Like, even the guard, when he, he kills the guard, and the other guard's just like, hey. Hey, and, that's not nice. <laughs> like, but, that's not nice. Just, I don't even know if it's the running or the, aha! Like, yeah, he, he, he just shows up, it's like, haha! It's like, on God! <laughs> he then gets to the prince's room, and realizes like, oh, it's a it's guy. Like, uh, it's <laughs> like, oh, I made a horrible mistake. And the dad, he's like, and he starts to sing again. The dad runs in, like, no. And then they're just happy. He's like, do you realize you just killed like people from, from this for this wedding? And this prince is still just like attempting to escape. He's like, oh, so and Lancelot's just like, oh, I'm, I'm ter- terribly sorry, terribly. Like, it's like, well, it's like I thought I thought your son was a woman. It's like, yeah, no, that that like, yeah, like, I think oh, that too know, sometimes. The, the, yeah, the humor, just the, it's so absurd. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's, like, it's so like, absurd like, and over the top. That's why it's so funny. Yeah, and it, it's just really funny because there's, like, a lot of, like, disappointed dad jokes. Like, the, the dad is just, like, so done with the son. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I can see why you think my son was like, a woman. It made me think yeah. this is very random, and I know only, I know some of our friends are gonna, are gonna get it, but, um. It made me think of, if you remember, and you know what? Points for you if you don't remember or get it. But it's, uh, you, did you see the second Mulan? Uh, a long time ago, so, yeah. So, like, she decides to, I mean, without getting into the whole story, she decides to, like, go, she thinks Shang's dead and it's gonna finish this mis- mission and gonna marry this random prince guy who's obsessed oh, yeah, with good. those, like, finger like oh yeah like those chinese finger traps yeah, yeah no. and he's like skinny I, okay. yeah. and just like just playing with it and he doesn't really want to marry get married either that's just it yeah. just kind of reminded that this guy just reminded me of of him like oh, okay. just, of just the 
ah, like, I don't really want to get married, and he's skinny and awkward, okay. like. Okay, the, your setup to that punchline, I was expecting, is like, is this some gonna be, like, weird inside joke, and it's like, I don't, it's like, okay, it's like. I don't okay, know how many you're of our listeners about... are aware of, of the brilliance, of the brilliance and shittiness that is Disney sequels, straight to, straight to DVD Disney sequels. I mean, it's probably on Disney Plus. Give it a watch if oh, you want. Sure if you want to kill two hours, yeah, no. It, I, I, I remember I how excited I was to see that there were as bad as they range from this is the worst thing ever to this is actually not that bad. Yeah. So I was excited that even that they were all on Disney Plus. I gotta <laughs> say, but anyway, but anyway, it just he, uh, so the character in Mulan Two made me remind, uh, or the guy in Monty Python reminded me of that character. Um, like a, a little bit, but <laughs> okay, that only yeah. makes sense if you've seen seen it. Anyway, continue. yeah, no, it. <laughs> All right, I don't really know where to go from there. But anyway, um, so yeah, Lancelot just the, uh... killed a, just just randomly just aha just killed a yeah. bunch of people. He didn't even think about it. And also, he he didn't he didn't know anything other than my father's forcing me to get married, and so it makes sense why he thinks it's a girl i mean there is no indication yeah. that it's a girl there's no indication that it's a guy but like he just goes in and kills everybody like yeah he no probably like not even gotten not... in he he probably could have gotten in like or if no he had just problem killed, i mean i guess the guards i don't know if people are how people are just walking in he could have just maybe walked in or killed yeah. just that one guard he didn't need to kill yeah. everybody yeah no no yeah no he it's like instead of just like killing guards he's like killing like women and like like unarmed civilians there's like dude he, kill the bride? he kills the father of the bride oh right 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 yeah yeah he, he kills the father of the bride and like that's one of the reasons why like the the, the dad of like the guy who's getting married is like so upset it's like you killed the father of the bride like who's gonna give her away at the wedding it's like i could i was like he's like trying to like spin this so we, like it could like work for him but it's just like dude like this is a weird situation i don't know how you this one <laughs> i mean what a what a twist for lancelot it's like what a yeah. It's like what a twist. You just killed half of a wedding party, kind <laughs> of on accident, <laughs> kind of sort of on purpose, but also on accident. So sorry, not sorry. I guess. Uh, ah, ha ha. It's like ha ha. <laughs> just, just how he announces himself to the guards. Ha ha, and he just stabs. Him. <laughs> I love Lancelot. I think. I don't know. I. I, but I do love the uh, uh, Sir Robin and his like. He comes oh, across the yeah. three-headed guy, and they're like just getting their own conversation about how they're gonna kill him. And then Prince Rob, Prince Robin, Robin, yeah. uh, Sir Robin leaves, and uh, yeah. Yeah. the minstrels like, are just singing like Sir Robin ran away. ran away. No, I didn't. He bravely, he bravely ran away, and then he ran away some more it's like it's like his bars just like won't shut up it's like oh who are you it's like he's brave brave sort it's like shut up <laughs> it's like don't yeah. tell him who i am which i gotta say i love his wig because it's very hilariously obvious oh, the wig yeah <laughs> it, yeah it's, it's almost as obvious as the wig that um is worn by um at the end of venom for uh like the car the character who's gonna play carnage in venom 2 uh uh oh god woody harrelson's character um what I, yeah, woody harrelson yeah. i first of all woody harrelson which one's carnage again he's venom but he's red okay so okay he, so yeah he's he's, he's, um, he's he's like venom but he's red 
So he's yeah, like, because like Spider Man's like Venom, but he's red, but he's different powers. Like, yeah, no, they pretty much have like the similar powers. I mean, but they come from, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, no, like Venom, like Strange just like has like pretty much the exact same move set as Spider Man, and Venom is just like has the same move set as Venom, but he can also like transform his limbs to like have like crazy like long claws so you can like like tear cars in half and stuff yeah basically carnage is like a way more evil and sadistic version of venom and venom's already a villain oh okay yeah we definitely have venom i you've i i really want to see it it i know it's it's not that good i know that that doesn't that's that's the wrong that's the wrong ploy that's the wrong play there to say (laughs) like it's bad it's like uh, and, and. <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. but yeah no like at the end of the movie there's like like not even like an end credit scene it's like a mid credit scene where like eddie brock is like or like venom like he, he like goes to a prison to like interview like the serial killer uh cletus cassidy and he like re- wrote in like in his jail cell in like blood is like welcome eddie is like he's like hey i'm getting interviewed today for a magazine it's like oh this is awesome huh? and it's literally just woody harrelson wearing like this really shitty like party city like annie wig like he like they literally just like, <laughs> like, like red afro from like an annie like halloween costume yeah. put it on his head and it's like good enough it's like he I... needs to wear red. Like he needs to wear red so people will know that he's gonna be carnage. And then he literally <laughs> like it's like and then he like literally looks at the camera, it's like, you know what's gonna happen when I get out of here? We're gonna have and he looks directly at the camera, carnage, tongue in cheek, wink. It's I mean like, what? I'm trying it's to like, think. Were they like in the, the day they're shooting that? We need something red. We need something red. It's <laughs> like I, I it's like I just got out of like this like dress rehearsal for like uh oh, my, like my daughter Annie thing. my daughter's at school is playing annie get the wig it's get like, the wig get the wig yeah no it's like the crappiest it's like party city wig i hate shitty God, this mean, is all i could it's that's such a weird thing to say i hate shitty wigs. no i do like it's like it's a pet peeve because you see so for like again like almost all of the all of the things that do bother me in movies a lot of the things that bother me in movies they they can't really say they happen in Monty Python. They kind of do, but again, the whole concept is to be absurd and ridiculous. So it doesn't even occur to me. Yeah, like, I know it's there, but it doesn't even occur to me because it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed. It also they don't have a good budget, which kind of makes it even more funny. Like it works. It works for the story and the concept. But like, no, I like you. I you've seen enough movies with me to yeah. to know that I, I have a weird thing about hair when I'm watching a movie and if their hair is really good, if I, if it's good, if I love their hair, that's all I'm thinking. And if it's really bad, that's all I'm thinking. But when it's a wig, I, I just hate when I can tell it's a wig. That's really what it is. Cause I'm, I'm just like, I don't know. Like I remember in uh, the third twilight movie, Kristen wig, she had her hair short, so she had to wear a wig. Fine. But half yeah. the scenes, I don't know if she was wearing two wigs or if there was rain. I don't know what was going on, but half the time she wear, was wearing this one wig where it looks it looked really like too nice. Like it took too brushed out and like soft and whatever. It just looked and you could tell it was a wig because it looked not like hair. I mean, it looked like hair, but it looked too nice. Yeah. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like it didn't look tangly or anything like that. Whereas this other wig looked like a mop. Like it looked like 
curly and a mop and it would change like I'm not kidding it'd be the same it's supposed to be the same day and her hair would just change it bothered me so much I'm like what what's the situation why is she either wearing two wigs and one's way shittier than the other or like is it I, I don't know it bothered me so much it's more just I don't like when I can tell that it's a wig so it's not as much that they're wearing it or why they're wearing it it's when I it's noticeable that's really what it is. But if Sir Robin, it's funny because it just makes it's because it's supposed to look like medieval times. Yeah, style, it, so it's it, supposed it, to look kind of ridiculous. And that again, it was funny there. Like, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, no, it, it's it's just everything about this movie is nonsensical makes. Uh, sorry, uh, trying not to sneeze. Um, <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm trying not to sneeze right now. Um. Uh, yeah, no, the, the entire movie is just nonsensical and weird so that it makes sense that their costumes and the way they look is equally nonsensical and weird and how they just go about doing their entire movie. It's just, it's fantastic how they go about doing all this uh, like stuff in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love this movie and yeah, no, definitely see this. This is, this was like my first introduction to Monty Python. And it's a really solid introduction. Have you seen all of Monty Python? I've seen Monty Python, Holy Grail. I've seen Monty Python and the Life of Brian, which is also a really funny movie. Um, both of those are on Netflix. Pretty much like everything Monty Python is on Netflix. Is Monty Python the first one that they did? Monty, Monty Python's the group. I mean, I mean, I mean uh, is because of me, because I think cause I feel like when most people say Monty Python, they're talking about Holy Grail. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, no, I, I mean, is Holy uh, Grail the first one? Um, I'm not sure about that. I I don't know if this was their first. I think it might have been their first movie, but um, they're they've been doing stuff for like they they had like their own kind of um like sketch show, yeah. like uh, fly, flying circus, I believe is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, for a for a really long time. Yeah. Um. And like one one of my favorite, and I'm pretty sure this is from uh, uh, Flying Circus, is uh, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> and it's yeah. just, just like that is probably like one of our like most iconic sketches from that. Um, yeah, like definitely give that one just like a like, like a quick search on YouTube. It is hilarious, and it kind of gives you like a feel of like their like personality and like their co- their style of comedy. Yeah. Okay. Um, How many do they have? you know there's i think the only there's only like the two that i'm aware of and that's holy grail and life of brian they might have had another one but i i i'm not super familiar yeah. if they do have one or not yeah. um but yeah th- it's just those two that i'm aware of they might have just had like a couple like really long like specials for flying circus or something like that that technically qualify as movies but i i'm not sure yeah um, yeah yeah it's, uh, so, and, and, yeah it's, 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 yeah no, a really funny movie um it's there's really I'm trying to think is there anything like this other like uh other than Life of Brian <laughs> um is there anything like this um it's 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 I mean I think the only thing that could, could maybe compare is Mel Brooks style but like yeah. a little bit like of uh, the absurdity and almost sometimes being self-aware um and just it, they cl- I mean I know that this movie in particular was kind of a nightmare a little bit, t- not a nightmare, it was just not fun to make, 
but it, um, yeah, the, the, there was a lot of stuff that was like going wrong behind the scenes. Like um, the actor who played Arthur in this movie uh, was suffering through alcoholism through this scene. So he was a, oh. uh, it must've been a delight to work with. Oh shit. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also another fun fact, he was the only one uh, in the cast who was wearing actual armor that was weighing about like 55 pounds or something where, Whereas everyone else was just wearing, like, all their armor was just made out of. But yeah, he, his armor was, uh, it weighed 25 pounds. Why Sorry, I, wear, I messed that up. Where he, he was he, real armor? Because I, I guess they only had money in the budget for one real uh, armor. So I it mean, made it sense look, that. I mean, because it didn't look any different between. I, I guess like, they wanted to give, like, the most, like, real looking armor to the guy playing the king. Yeah. So I was like, I guess that makes sense. And everyone else was just wearing, like, wool armor to make it look like they were wearing like actual okay, yeah. armor and just like pretending to wear like chain mail, chain mail underneath it okay okay yeah but yeah uh graham chapman uh played the lead role king arthur he suffered from horrific alcoholism throughout filming fun so fun yay yeah monty python and the holy grail from 1955 definitely give this a watch um check out 55 1975. Sorry, oh I went out of. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! Really? Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, um, from 1975. Sorry, I meant to say 75. Yeah. <laughs> Brain vomit. Thank you for catching that. I'll, I'll I'll specify. I'll specify um when I when I upload this that it's this is Monty Python the Holy Grail from 1975. Yes, because the they're they're yeah yeah not the one from 55. Sorry guys, I was I watched the wrong movie apparently. <laughs> Um, so is there anything, is there anything else you want to add to, to this? Uh, um, for Monty Python, I think we've pretty much covered everything, yeah. but got to talk about, so this past weekend was the Oscars. I was pretty, yes. I was pretty happy with most, like, so Joaquin Phoenix, who we talked about before and Joker won yeah. the Oscar for best, best actor. actor, Brad Pitt Blue. won. Um, for best supporting actor, right? Yeah, which I was thinking, like, if anything, he seemed more like the lead, or they both felt like the lead. It didn't really feel like he was. They, yeah, yeah, they they both kind of shared like equal parts of the screen. Like, I didn't feel like one was like above the other. It wasn't like for the most part. I know, like in, uh, for example, in Django Unchained, uh, how uh, Christoph Waltz was nominated and won for best supporting actor, and. I guess that was because they look at it by time. So the lead, the lead has to be in there for a longer amount of time than supporting. And I guess, uh, Christoph Waltz's character was there, was there for a long time that like, it's, I think like on IMDb or something, if you look it up, it says something like he was there longer than most, like even would than, than they usually would. I don't know. Um, which I just think to me, I feel like, who cares about the amount of time as long as they are su- they are the supporting character like as, yeah. as long as they do the job like who cares yeah. um yeah brad pitt won um and uh parasite won best picture if i'm which, not mistaken. yeah so my friends and i did um we did this last year we did like a filled out like a ballot to see like and then last year the winner the losers have to buy the winner a drink and this year the losers had to buy went the winner like we ordered food and the losers had to pay for their dinner like so and um that sounds like fun yeah so um yeah we all put 1917 for best picture i was debating because i was like is it it's gonna be parasite or 1917 
maybe yeah. Jojo Rabbit. It's going to be Parasite or 1917. Yeah. And I was almost like, I was debating for, because I, for a long time, like, it's going to be 1917 for sure. But because there's been so much buzz about Parasite. Yeah, I, I, I still need to see that movie. I want to see it now too. Um, yeah. He, he, they won a bunch. They won Best Picture. They won Best uh, Original Screenplay, uh, Best Director, which was really, um, if anyone, I recommend just, if you haven't seen it, look it up on YouTube. It's, it's really, it's really sweet because he is a pretty new director and he was, so first of all, he speaks entirely. I mean, he had like a few sentences that he could speak in English, but he had a translator and he was yeah. up there talking about how he couldn't even believe that fact that he was in the same category as like most of his heroes and how like he was t- like, he learned through Martin Scorsese, like in school. And so the fact that, and like, it was just really sweet and like, um, really touching. And then like, Elton John and Bernie Tobin won for best original song and like uh, nice. I I messed up for best animated feature. Uh, what 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 did, was, what did you uh, put I, for best? Well, I should have just put Toy Story because I feel like that was pretty obvious. The thing is, like last I feel like last time it was Toy Story, like Toy Story three, it was very obvious. Yeah, Toy Story three is gonna win, like for sure. That wasn't a debate yeah. but this time because they didn't win the Golden Globe, so I was debating, and then I just put how to train your dragon which my friends were like that's the one that probably that was never gonna win i'm like well ugh. you never know yeah like everybody everybody likes an underdog story man yeah exactly um, yeah and then oh so I'm, i can't i don't know how to pronounce her name but joker won best score and she's one of the she i think it's the first female composer at least in like 25 years or something like that like so nice. definitely it's it was it was a nice night for first which i thought was really it was yeah it, I, I was also just like really proud of like the amount of like people that were like not like the, the amount of movies that were nominated like i had actually seen them it was like oh like wow they were actually like these are actually like really fun like oscar movies because like most of the time like I, i'm not saying like i go out of my way to avoid like oscar movies because they're just they literally only come out during award season to make awards they come which out I fe- yeah. yeah it's like there's they, a certain they can come out at any time, but they typically will hit like they'll it'll say like it'll hit theaters in the fall so it can be there for award season because I feel like if they come out too yeah. early, they tend to be forgotten. But I I don't know I feel yeah. like that it depends like Black but Black Panther last year want went to the Oscars and it came out February I think bef- just before or just after the last yeah. Oscars so. You know, it's, but yeah, no, I, I I was mainly just like really proud. I was like I had seen like half the nominees for like Best Picture, and we even t- and we talked about all of them on on the podcast too. It's like, oh, this is awesome. We haven't talked about Jojo Rabbit or Parasite, but yeah, one yeah, day. well, well, we haven't seen them, so that's yes, why. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on to uh, other news. Um, I'm actually really excited about this. Um, I I recently just found this out. Um, according to bloodydisgusting.com, uh, Universal and Bloomhouse are developing a new version of The Thing, which is one of my favorite horror movies, uh, that will adapt the long-lost original novel. Um, so, oh, yeah, I feel like I heard that. Yeah. Um, is there a yeah, so, so recently... Uh, or is it still in, right, in development? It, 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 this, is, this is still in development right now. So uh, The Thing from Another World was originally adapted um, from a novel by... Uh, 
John Walter, uh, like John W. Campbell Jr. by the novel uh, Who Goes There, and he create and he wrote uh, another like expansion to that called Frozen Hell, and the transcript for Frozen Hell was just recently discovered, and Frozen Hell is now expand expands the thing's story dramatically, giving vital backstory and context to an already incredible tale. And I could not be more excited about this because we're literally getting a, a fresh remake of The Thing, the, the John Carpenter version with uh, Kurt Russell mm. that that focuses a lot more on like the backstory of The Thing. And it kind of like answers a lot of like the questions and that that movie uh, left us because that movie was straight up made to to not answer any questions like they don't like answer did they kill the thing is kurt russell or like Childs like do or is mccready or Childs is one of them the thing or both the thing are they both survivors and are What's they just the gonna die of the thing uh the thing is in a an american run research base in antarctica uh encounters this uh guy in a helicopter who is chasing down this dog and is trying to kill this dog and they like have a scuffle and they end up killing these two like helicopter pilots and later on the dog and they was like hey these guys were norwegians like we got to check out their base They're, they have a base like just up ahead is like hey we were isolated out here for all i know we could be at war with norwegia right <laughs> or or norway or something like that um so they, they send like a couple guys to investigate their base and meanwhile at the their base they they put the dog that the norwegian guys were trying to kill in like the pen with their dogs and that night the dog kind of changes into like this formless thing like this like full-on body horror thing and is trying to absorb the other dog so it can be like like assimilate them and like multiply like the thing is literally just like this parasite thing that infects a host consumes them and makes a complete exact replica of them oh okay yeah okay. It, it's for, i think it's I, oh. I kept thinking i don't know why because it's just called the thing i think for a long time i kept thinking it was like the horror version of like flubber for some reason like, <laughs> what? like visually that's what i thought i thought it was just like a thing and it was just like i that's kind of what i like it was I, I evil think, like I, it wasn't I, like i, 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 I think you're thinking of the blob I probably, probably an evil thing of the of Flubber. It's probably the Blob, and there were two <laughs> versions of there one with original one with Steve, and then there was one that came out in the eighties that had like this like weird kind of like retro like three D kind of look to it. Because I think this was filmed in like they originally filmed it in three D, and there were scenes that looked like oh, this was clearly like supposed to be in 3D, but watching it on TV, it just looks like really weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's literally just like this, like, like pink, like gelatin, like ooze, kind of like moving forward in the background and our characters are like in the foreground, but you can clearly tell that these are like two separate scenes because they don't match. Oh boy. But like, like it's literally like a green screen almost of like what was in the background, but it's like a, a, pre-shot scene of like just the blob moving yeah. and then like the characters are like in the same scene but are just sticking just into the foreground and they're running away from it but they're they're actually like interacting with the scene so it's like they splice two different uh footage like they splice the footage together of like them filming at two separate times in the same and it, and it it looks really funny 
like it, it it's very dated looking but it's actually a really fun movie yeah um okay. but yeah no the 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 thing movie coming out with like universal and blumhouse i cannot wait for this i i actually kind of want to go out and see if i can find a copy of who goes there or frozen hell just so i can like kind of read it and kind of know what to expect so that's the title of the book it's frozen hell frozen hell the original movie um like way back in like the I think the fifties uh, was called thing from another world. And that was like a very closely, that was a much closer adaptation to the original novel who goes there. And then the author of that book wrote like, uh, like basically like rewrote who goes there in uh, a book called frozen hell, which is kind of like expanded on everything that went on in that book. Okay. Yeah. So sorry. Really excited about that. I yeah, just no, looked on IMDb, and I'm the very first thing. It just says, uh, Aladdin sequel in the works. And I'm like, oh, jeez. So we'll, we will get there. Um, we, I, we will get there eventually. I, yeah. There were a lot of things about this movie I liked, and there were a lot of things that bothered me so much. So, But I remember they had talked about like the possibility of it, and I remember I texted you and our other friend, uh, Josie, who basically, if we're ever doing Aladdin, she's in on this. Yeah. There's no way we're doing this movie yeah. without her. Um, yeah. Or pretty much any Disney movie without yeah. her. But um, Oh, um, also, just uh, one, one more fun fact. Um, uh, Danny Trejo has uh, officially topped Christopher Lee as the most killed actor in Hollywood with 65 on-screen deaths. More than, what about Sean Bean? Does he even rank? I, I don't know where he ranks on that list, but apparently the number one person that was killed in Hollywood for a long time was Christopher Lee, and now Danny Trejo has taken the crown for that. What a weird crown, but okay. okay. Yeah, it's like it's like weird <laughs> flex, but okay, I'll okay. take it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, both are fantastic yeah. actors. Um, all right, any, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, really quick, just, so I remember they had talked about because Aladdin was, you know, a box office hit, and I remember finding an article saying that there was talks to do another one. And it said, it literally just said, um, there is, there is, you know, Aladdin sequels. And the, the first sequel is honestly kind of terrible. And I laughed so hard because it is is before, ironically that we're bringing this now, that, that, that I find this now when we just talked about this, like however long ago, the, that is when I say there, they rank from, this is the worst thing ever to this isn't bad. It is those sequels. Uh, King of Thieves is one of the really way better Disney sequels. And Return of Jafar is one of the shittiest ones. So I don't know. I'm just laughing. Am I going to go see this movie, this live action Aladdin sequel? Yes, absolutely. I will. I'm, I'm probably not. I think the only live action like remake that I've seen recently was the, uh, live action, a jungle book one that was yeah. uh, directed by john favaro that's that, literally the only like recent like live action remake that disney's made that i've seen i haven't seen view and the beast i haven't seen lady and the tramp i haven't seen cinderella uh i'm probably not going to see mulan or aladdin it's like it's not that i don't hate it it's just i've already seen these movies i'm i'm not going to pay like 10 bucks to see a movie that I, the, i've already seen we'll, we'll get in this more um because we're sorry buddy we're doing these um uh, but, all um, right a lot of the, the problem is there's this weird 
I'm all for seeing a live action version. I don't, I, to me, it's kind of like taking a, making a, taking a book and making it into a movie. The problem is that some of these, you know, they change too much. And there's this weird balance because I feel like I've seen it when they change it too much. It, it, it's not too much. It's when they, when they try to be exact and recreate stuff, it either is great or it's terrible. It's weird. I, it's it's hard to explain. You have to kind of watch the movie. But like some of these movies, like Cinderella goes off book. And to me, it's a really solid movie. It's actually, it's actually to me, one of the few live actions that you could maybe compare to the original. Um, yeah. But like a lot of them, because they're so beloved, they're trying to be it's it's like a mix. It's like they can't they don't want to commit to it being exactly like the original, but they don't want to commit to it being off book. And so it's Yeah, it's, it's like they they need to focus on like the story that like people are familiar with and like first and foremost and try to make it different. It, it, it's a it's a weird balance and like like some why, people like, are for it, but yeah, yeah. Lion King and Jungle Book Lion King did it. Like and the thing Lion King wasn't as much of a box office hit and there were it did have lower uh, on Flickster, it had a lower rating than Aladdin, ironically. But as yeah. a, but directing wise, I thought John Favreau nailed it and figured out what needs to happen. In yeah, no, I, I, I thought I, yeah, um, I, I thought Jungle Book was pretty solid because like no, there's, it was, there's, it like, was definitely uh, yeah. solid. They they yeah, ran with yeah. it for sure. For yeah, sure. no, there's 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 just like a couple different like versions of Jungle Book like out there. Like there was one that was made by uh, I think it was Andy like Circus. Wait, what? so there's the wait, so there's the original, there's the Jungle Book, the animated one. There's the yeah. John Favreau one. There was that weird one in like the nineties, the Jungle Book Mowgli story. I never saw that. And then there yeah, was the Mowgli story, and then there was one the by Andy Circus I, I, one that was just called Mowgli that's on Netflix. Yeah, and then there was another there, there was another one uh that came out I, I think in the nineties as well that had like a way more like adult feel to it, because it's like Mowgli is like all grown up. Like he's like a full grown like man, and it, it, it's kind of like a mix between Jungle Book and Tarzan. Okay. Um, I, and it's just called Jungle Book. It's literally like the exact same characters, but like the animals in it, like they don't they don't talk. It's just mainly Mowgli dealing with like, um, him trying to cope with the fact that it's like I'm like I'm a man cub. It's like what does that mean? It's like I I, I was raised by wolves, and it's just him dealing with like these like uh british colonists that are like no you're a human like you're you're definitely a guy it's like oh that's not what king louis said it's like me hanging out with him and his treasures like wait there's treasures like okay Venus there's like we're your friends or is it good no it's actually really yeah it it was it was directed by the same guy who directed um i think it's called four feathers um which also kind of like has like a uh like an old like British imperialist uh, look to it, uh, which kind of like it, it's takes place like uh, roughly like around the same time of like British like expansion into like like India and like uh, Turkey and like those like those kind of areas. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- this one just like it's like what if Mowgli had to deal with like the like British soldiers okay. and them trying to like take advantage of like his knowledge to like steal the treasure that King Louis has that uh the the orangutan character um okay because uh, yeah it, it, it's a really solid movie i i want to rewatch it because i i haven't seen that movie in years but it's like that is like one of the few jungle book adaptations is like 
this is really solid. This is nothing like the cartoon. Um, yeah, we're we're getting into a hole now of of like live action Disney. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I I mean, I've got plenty of stuff to say, but I, I gotta gather my thoughts more because I'm finally getting yeah. to, I finally have a platform to share my thoughts. Okay. Um <laughs> uh, All right. On yeah. on that note, I think it's time we say goodbye to all you lovely people. And um yeah, just so we're yeah, so follow us on like Apple, Spotify, um forgot to actually let you know this, Kevin. We are currently on Facebook too. Um Facebook page oh, is called Movie Real Podcast. Just uh like and subscribe. Um follow keep you know, keep following us. Um and feel free on the Facebook page, I mentioned this there, uh, make comments about movies you wanna see or want us to watch and want us to talk about. Um yeah. and we will gladly do it. And yeah, and yeah. share this with your friends, please. Yes, share this. <laughs> please, please. <God>. please. <laughs> We're trying to make a living. Yes, the curse can only be broken if a thousand people share this. Be like Peter Pan, um, like on Broadway when it's like, clap if you believe in fairies. Yes, clap. Yes, we can't stop doing this until our show gets a thousand views. Please, you have to make it happen. The curse has to be broken, otherwise, I turn it. A, a pumpkin at midnight when we if we ever hit a thousand like a, a thousand anything and then i'm just i'll replay that clip and we'll be like eh, i guess we'll we'll keep going yeah all right <laughs> maybe <laughs> all right so until next time folks i'm kevin tracy i'm smith tomlinson and this has been ruby real thanks bye bye